your hands together. Put 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 your hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming on. special guest host who's disappointed off the top <laughs> right up top raise your hand who wanted Cameron and Rhea oh we miss them they're sick they couldn't be here tonight so you guys get me uh, thank you for coming out please don't sigh I uh, I will start crying how did you do comedy you cry up top I um, it is good to be here guys thanks for coming out round of applause for yourselves everybody <laughs> Oh yeah, welcome to UCB. I'm glad I was actually able to make it tonight. I um I am a I have a lot going on. I'm gay and I got a lot going on. Thank you. A lot like this shirt I'm wearing, am I right? A very busy top. And I thank you, did have a lot going on. Uh <laughs> I exclusively wear this shirt for that joke now, so probably will be buried in it. Alright, I um I'm trapped, you know, I can't take it off. Um no, it is good to be here. I am a gay man. Uh Okay, mom. <laughs> I'm a gay. No, I. Why can't I say it, Dad? I'm gay. I am. Um, I do love a penis. I. Uh, you might say a penis is my Achilles penis. I uh, <laughs> can't get enough. You know, do have a special place for those in my life. You know, I'm like shoving them in my mouth like I'm eating breadsticks. All right. What is this? Olive Garden, Jesus Christ. I am. Um, a lot of penises in my life. No, nope, no standing ovations. All right. <sighs> Not you guys' cup, oh penis. All right, I get it. I get it. Uh, no, I'm from a little town in Texas called Mineral Wells, a little town called Mineral Wells, Texas. Uh, it's a good place. Where's Who's from Texas? Any Texans? <laughs> one sad, one sad clap in the front. Just the saddest yeehaw, you know, from the front row. No, I'm from a little town called Mineral Wells. Are, where are, you, are you from Texas? Fort Worth, so you know Mineral Wells? Yes, very. I'm not doing comedy for anybody else now. It's very highly specific regional humor uh, with me and the gentleman in the front row, all about Mineral Wells. I will tell you this. It's the kind of place it doesn't matter like what restaurant you walk into. Someone will come up and be like, hey, y'all, Judy here. Welcome to the restaurant. My name's Tanya. Can I get you started with some chips and queso? But like that lady doesn't even work there. Uh, just a woman in the lobby for some reason. Very friendly people, smidge of a meth problem. And uh, tooth to person ratio, very low. All right, <laughs> kind of town I'm from. You're from Fort Worth. Uh, like Fort Worth proper as we know, nobody, there's only one part of Fort Worth. It's a, it's a big, you're not from a suburb. Okay, all right. He is very Fort Worth. Old cow money, I assume. Old cattle money? Any? Are you rich? No. How do I? Please be rich. <laughs> are you industry? All right. I am. Um, no, I'm new at comedy. I'm still trying to find my voice, or so I have been told. All right. I am. Um, anybody? Will anybody book me? I'll take anything. <laughs> Splenda commercial? Sign me up. I am. Um, that's my goal. Splenda. I don't know why. Love something sweet. This is just the lineup. I don't know why. Sometimes if a joke's not going well, I look away. So that is how you do comedy. Is that a spot on the floor? Yes, it is. I am, um, again, will walk into traffic yeah, after this. I am, um, I love comedy. Start singing nervously. All right. Um, 
Do I have any jokes? A few. <laughs> you remember that very busy top one? I, uh, that is kind of what I'm living for. So is that a callback? I think I hear the phone ringing. Um, hello, callback. <laughs> I, uh, no, I uh, did recently, a little bit about me. I love doing a little bit about me humor. And you, you go to some stand-up shows, you just hear a little bit about me, you know, over and over. And I'm pretty convinced uh, the way I'm going to go out in this live is just drowning, but slowly going, a little bit about me, you know, into the microphone as I'm clutching for breath. All right. Not a death crowd. And we have learned that early on in the show, so it is good to know. I'll check, you know, checking all those boxes. No, I, a little bit about me. I, um... I did recently decide I have to stop hooking up with older guys. Apologies, sir. And I am... Um, <laughs> bit of a new policy for old Big Hog Paulson up here. And I am... Um, that is my nickname. No one's ever called me at trying to get it going. So maybe this Put Your Hands Together podcast is what's going to kick it off. All right. He's rambling. I did decide I have to stop hooking up with the older guys, but I am still going to hook up with the older guys I've already hooked up with. As you can imagine, they are, of course, grandfathered in. So I do think... <laughs> just as far as they'll go, you know? I like having sex doggy style. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, I do like having sex doggy style. If you don't know, that is, uh, of course, when you wear a sweater that's too small for you and you're just nude from the waist down. So good a little collar says fluffy. I don't know. Makes me rock hard. I am... Um, Speaking of rock hard, <laughs> that's so bad. Some people like saying daddy in the bedroom. Anybody saying daddy? Any, any daddy heads in the crowd? So a lady is looking down in disgust. Uh, an MK Paulson set. No big hog set. Again, nobody's ever said it. Why am I doing a callback to a joke that didn't work? I um, Hello, the phone's ringing again. All right, Jesus Christ. That's a callback to a joke about callbacks. And... Has it ever worked? Absolutely not. I apologize. Um, I am America's premier I'm sorry comic, so just, you know, kind of exclusively apologizing all over town. I, uh, something upsets you in the set, just let me know. I will, you know, say I'm sorry afterwards. Anyway, some people like saying daddy in the bedroom, and uh, we did go off on a tangent, and I'm back, so buckle up. Uh, I don't like to say daddy. I prefer to just walk in in an old-timey nightgown with a candle and say, Papa! Is that you? I'm frightened, you know? So again, can't get enough of it for some reason. Uh, I'll tell you more about mineral wells. So this town I grew up in, this guy, do you know what Chicken Express is? Chicken Express, I worked. All right, this is some inside baseball, but I did work at North Texas Premier Fried Chicken franchise called Chicken Express. And um, the flagship was in my hometown, look at me bragging, and I uh, <laughs> did work at the flagship. And it's like when you're around that much power at a young age, you know, it really affects you kind of later in life. So again, try to decide that I didn't want to do that, pursue a career in entertainment much easier. And um, no, but when you, I, I, one of the, the hardest thing about, by the way, mineral wells, I don't know if you know this, are monikers, mineral wells. Gateway to Possum Kingdom. What does that mean? <laughs> Nobody knows what that means, Mineral Wells. This guy's laughing because he knows there's a lake in North Texas named Possum Kingdom. But also, why are we naming our lakes out of our out-of-control possum population? It's not what people want, you know? Anyway, growing up there as a beautiful gay angel uh, was kind of tough. My coach's words, by the way, not mine. And I am... Um, <laughs> There's a beautiful, perfect porcelain gay angel, said Coach uh, Seifert. Um, anyway, 
No, growing up is a beautiful profit. Oh, just you know, compliments to the chef, gay angel was uh, was tough. And I'll never forget one of the worst things that ever happened to me was when I was 18 years old. Uh, my papa, uh, he did find gay porn on my computer. Yeah, Jesus, it was terrible. It was one of the worst moments of my entire life. I'd just gotten off work at Chicken Express. I walk into my bedroom and my dad's sitting at my computer and he pulls up a picture and he goes, MK, what, ch what, here. Why is there gay porn on your computer? And mind you, this is in the days of dial-up, so there's just a slowly loading picture of a naked man on my computer. And my dad's like, where did you get? He's like going as long as it takes for the picture to load. Where did you get? All right, anyway. I was like, Dad, I have no idea. Yeah, but I think grandma was using that computer earlier, dad, and I'm not sure what she's into, but it looks like she also got your credit card and bought season one of Will and Grace on DVD. <laughs> and a clarinet for the marching band. Hey, he was a band boy. I, um, and that's the story of how my dad disowned my grandma. So prayers <laughs> are welcome for grandma. Oh, my whole family. Grandma, they're all nuts. Everybody's nuts. We just talk. I don't know. That's it. It's just how we talk. My whole family's nuts. My mom, she's the kind of lady, it doesn't matter like what conversation we're having on the phone, she will end every phone call with, no, MK, what, shit, hey, 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 that's all my comedy is, by the way, just that sound. It comes from right here. It's a special place in the middle of your throat. Um, MK, how you doing on socks and underwear? You need me to send you some socks and underwear? I'm like, for Pete's sake, Mom, I am a 34-year-old adult man. Wouldn't think it. Uh, <laughs> I don't need socks and underwear, Mom. And she's like, okay, that's fine. And then I'm like, well, how are you doing on panties and pantyhose, Mama? All right. Very close family. A little too close sometimes. <laughs> Happy to run down to Kmart and get you an egg. Happy to do it. Audiences don't always laugh at the concept of an egg of pantyhose, but... <laughs> I do think they are the funniest thing in the world, you know? It's like, how many hormones was that chicken on? All right. Just crack open. <laughs> what if you just, I snuck in an egg of pantyhose and just a regular carton of eggs, I think. Best joke ever. Anyway, all right, not an eggs of pantyhose crowd noted. I'm going to check my grinder real quick. Jesus, eight inches away. Someone's inside me. Um, terrifying. Do people understand grinder humor? This, I don't know. Grinder is a place uh, where gentlemen are gentlemen. Absolutely not. Not true. I am. Um, it is a filthy place for gays to be dumb people, and it's just a lot. It's very smutty. But I did appreciate. I don't know if you guys knew the Super Bloom was going on uh, a few weeks ago. I got so many pictures of the Super Bloom on Grinder. It would boggle your mind. Like it's just dick pics and then pics of the Super Bloom. <laughs> Very strange place, but you know, if that's what you're into, <laughs> poppies and, all right, penis. Again, how many times can he say the word penis in a set? All right, what does it say? Just keep going. I, um, <laughs> you know, why start now? <laughs> it also says follow up, please give up. Um, <laughs> no, it's actually just a drawing of a horse, if I'm being honest. All right, I like checking in with art, you know, if I'm not doing it up tippy top. Um, I should get out of here on a joke, but it's like, well, I start now, you know? <laughs> this has just been so natural and effortless. It's just so much fun. 
I um, no, I will get out of here. Uh, let's see, what should I do? I work in Silver Lake, but I live in a town in a neighborhood called Culver City. Anybody? Y'all are not from. So, is it who's from here? Who are L.A.? Who's from out of town? Who's visiting from out of town? Okay, a few folks. Cool. Thanks. Welcome. Thanks for coming. I um, no, I so I work about ten miles away from my home here in L.A. So that does, of course, mean every morning uh, I do have a seventeen-hour commute to get to work. <laughs> You know, nice way to open up the day, spend a good nine and a half hours in traffic getting to know the worst people on the planet. And um, the other day I was heading to work, not sure. Uh, you know, when you get on the roads, you really got to stay on them. And I was actually already late for a meeting I had the following Tuesday. So I, uh, you know, really kind of had to stay to the roads that day. Here's the thing. I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm running late. My boss is going to be furious with me. I think legitimately... I'm going to have to go to the bathroom in a cup, you know? But then it's like, what do you do with a cup of poop? So anyway, you hurl into the car making a left turn in rush hour. That is how you deal with rush hour traffic here in L.A. Guys, are you ready to get the show going? Guys, we love you so much. Thank you so much for coming out. Your first comedian coming to the stage. He's working on a 420 show. You can see it at UCB Sunset. Make some noise for arcing the very funny Matt Besser! Hello, everybody! Hello! Hello, hello. And to you, howdy, man. Uh, so I like this crowd. You guys smell like weed. How many people here do smoke weed or smoked in this year? Let's just go with that. Yeah, okay. Good enough. Now, I love that it's legal, but we're still doing that bullshit in a lot of the country that it's medicine for most people, where that's just like 5% of us at best, right? But why, why do we do that? Why do we? Because you know, a lot of them, the country's still conservative, so we have to, we have to pretend it's a medicine. The first, the first word that's bullshit is the word dispensary, for the weed store, right? We call it dispensary. Why do we call it that? Because it sounds like the word pharmacy, right? That's it, we want to sound legitimate. But the first dispensary that opened up in my neighborhood was called. Star buds. Does that sound like a legitis, legitimate place for medicine to you? Would you go to a pharmacy called Sir Lance Zoloff's? The Prozac Shack. Would you go there? Would you trust that place? Lexapropolis. Would you go there? Xanax Do. Does that work for you? Xanax Do? You know that reference? Xanax do. How many medicines do you know that you have to ask the pharmacist, is this good stuff? Can you imagine with a pharmacist? Is this Claritin good stuff? Oh yeah, man. That'll be working on your allergies good, but you should check out this birth control we just got in. Your lady won't be pregnant on this shit for years. Smell it. What if you had to smell your medicine before you bought it? Wouldn't that make you nervous? You had to judge it by your smell. You'd be freaking out. Okay, your chemo's in. It's pretty dank. Give it a big huff. You like it? Great. 
I don't want to judge my medicine that way. How many people here will sniff the, the wine cork? Just curious. Anybody? No one sniffs the wine cork? You sniffed it? I'm always embarrassed because it implies a level of expertise I don't have. Do you feel you have it? I don't know what I'm looking for there. I just go, smells like a cork with wine on it. Like, I don't know what's going to make me turn it down. It would literally have to smell like poo-poo. This smells like poo-poo. Uh, sorry, sir, it was in the waiter's butt. But not the bottle? Okay, I'll have it. Smelling her stuff. Who here, work, uh, can I have house lights, Jimmy? I just want to know if this is, is this possible. Is anyone here work in a dispensary? Or have you worked? Is anyone here work? Yes, great. Right now? Oh, let's talk afterwards. That's the guy to talk to. Okay, turn it back down. I have who I need. For all reasons. Whoa, I have so many questions for you. We'll talk afterwards, like I said. So when you sell, though, when you're as a wholesaler, you have to sell to the dispensary, right? I sell to dispensaries and brands. You sell to brands? Yeah. Okay, so when you sell a certain strain, you got to tell them the qualities of the strain, right? Yeah. Yeah? Yep. Okay, some of you motherfuckers are like Willy Wonka when he's describing that three-course dinner gum. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I'll accept one thing that a weed does, maybe two, but when you guys get into three and more, I just want to go, fuck you, you're lying! <laughs> Nothing does three things. <laughs> What are you selling right now? What string? Um, yo, I sell trim mostly, so... I see, yo, I sell trim. We're talking about weed, sir, not hookers. <laughs> I, I sell pretty much everything from... Uh, Give me a strain you're working on. Girl Scout cookies. Okay, classic. <laughs> now, what are you going to tell me that that does for me? Uh, That's a sativa? It's a hybrid. Okay, they're all hybrids. <laughs> Go ahead. The terpene profile of it's really sweet. Oh, you see where he's going? <laughs> terpene profile. You guys don't even know what he's talking about. You checked out, but you're like, okay. He's like a car dealer. You're like, all right. Something under the hood. You don't know what the fuck it is. Some, the, the way it tastes kind of indicates how it should affect you. Taste. Okay, taste. Is that high on your guys' priorities when you're buying weed? That's not even my top five priorities. That's like when I'm eating pussy. It's, I'm eating, but taste isn't even the top five. Once again, not my top five of eating pussy. <laughs> Am I crazy? Who here is house lights again, Jimmy? <laughs> Who here participates in cunnilingus and taste and smell are in the top five reasons you're down there? I'm right. You wouldn't want your, your, your lover going, it's so orangey, it's so tangy, isn't it? Citrusy. Okay. Yeah, you guys are like Willy Wonka. And uh, what, uh, what, like most places you get, you get fired if you are high on the job. As a dispensarist, you get fired if you're not high on the job? Do you think they should be high on the job? Most of the jobs that I've been paid to go to, I have had to get high on the job. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? 
I'd love your boss to go come in here. I saw you in the break room uh, pretending to get high off your vape pen. Uh, we can, well, I'm sorry, I have to drive a school bus as my second job. No excuses! I want you smoking every strain in this dispensary so people know exactly what it does to them. Girl Scout cookies, huh? You said it's a hybrid, right? Okay, well, it is. is aren't they all really hybrids, though? Kinda. Kinda. I don't like words. Once again, to your pharmacist, kinda, you wouldn't accept that. Now, this is the one they do, and you tell me if I'm wrong. You go to the dispensers, dispensary. Can I call them dispensarists, the clerks? Is that a term? I made it up. Zeitgeist, get it going. The dispensarist, if I ask them, uh, uh, like they have a hybrid, which they all are. Like I said, Girl Scout cookies. But you go to them, and, some, and if it's not a popular one like that one, let's say, and you say, uh, uh, what, what does most people want to know? Whether it's you know, going to make them happy or not, more or less. Like, what, what, Up or down. Whatever it is yeah. Up or down. I like this means happy or not for you. Okay. <laughs> when that suck of one made you sad, this weed just makes you sad. <laughs> it's for emo fans. Huh? Anxious. Okay, but this is my point. You go there and you go, it's a hybrid, and I'm looking to uh, uh, sativa dominant. They'll go, they'll, whatever you're looking for, they'll say it's that dominant. Am I right? They'll go, it's sativa. If you're looking for up, they'll go, well, this is sativa dominant. But you know what, wor you know what two word phrase they'll use right before they say that? They'll say, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Want to go back to my pharmacist analogy one more time. Let's say you're at the pharmacist buying. You know how when the pharmacist gives you uh, instructions when you're buying it, like uh, I'm buying some medicine for my baby or something. So uh, what you want to do is give them one pill in the morning. Wait, 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 wait. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's two. Two pills in the morning. You would run, right? You would fucking run. But we, at the dispensary, I'm pretty sure you're okay with it. Okay. I want to talk about one more thing before I go. Uh, you know when you have the first time giggles, who here has been high ever in your life? Once again, house slice. I got to get honesty here, Jimmy. In your life. Okay. Oh, this is practically the whole crowd. So we've all had the first week, first month giggles, right? That's the best, right? It's never that good again, right? We're all chasing that. That'd be a great strain name. First month giggles. Let's get involved. House lights down. Okay. <laughs> We all, do you guys remember it though? Because you laugh about anything and everything, right? It, you can say, if you're with other people like you too, it's the best. Like they're, they're getting high for the first time. In my freshman year, the, 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 the moment I remember was uh, us laughing to where we were like snotting out of our noses, just saying the phrase dry wine. We just thought <laughs> it's a liquid, it's dry. That's fucking hilarious. And for an hour, we would just point at each other and go dry wine and just laugh our asses off. So you guys all remember that kind of moment. And then there's always someone who's been high for like six months or more that then walks in and goes, 
All right, guys. Do you guys know that? You know what that? You could be a drunk, like you're drunk the first time. There's always something like, okay. You know that? You know that that patronizing thing you get from everybody? Everyone's like, oh, okay, guys. I haven't had it really for weed or anything for years, right? Since freshman year, I've been chasing that. I got it again recently for pictures of my daughter. And shit have anything to do with my daughter. It's like, once again, if you're high and you're, you're giggling and you're all on the same page, it's funny to everyone else. You're like, all right. Now I'm getting that again for people who don't have kids. To me, it's something that's just obviously funny or cute or hilarious. And you show it to them and they're like, mm -hmm. and in their head, they're doing that. Okay, Matt, you have a kid. I don't. I get it. So just to, just to test, and once again, I don't know why I keep trying to look at you guys, but I guess I'm interested. Let's get house lights, and I'm going to try this, and you guys see if this is funny, and if you don't, uh, you don't get high on kids like I do, or my kid. <laughs> Let's see here if this will work. Okay, I probably should have cued this a little bit. All right. All right, let's see if this is work. This is, you guys know that uh, tongue twister, Betty Bada? Okay, this is my daughter doing it when she she's five years old and she thinks she's nailing it. Okay. See, he gave me the, some people. Mm -hmm. mm. Oh, okay, I'll stay through your slideshow. All right, see if you think it's funny. She thinks she's nailing it. Why did Mrs. Butter eat her butter? Because that butter was too salty. So she buttered her butter, but she didn't want to butter her butter because she, because she didn't want to cook it. So she ate her butter too buttery and she got butter again. That's fucking hilarious, right? Universally. I'm not just a crazy dad. Okay, thanks guys. I do have a 420 show at 420 on 420 at the UCB Sunset. Hopefully I can see you there. Oh, my own exit music. See ya. Matt Besser, everybody! Be sure to check it out on 420 at 420 at UCB Sunset. Uh, Matt's a weed guy. I'm more of an alcohol guy. Any drinkers? Where are my drinkers at? Yeah! Alright, we're really going to the vices on this show tonight. I drank so much the other night, I kept calling my girls, uh, my, my girlfriends after kind of yogurt products. So it was like, you go, Gert! You know, so that go, Gert. Mm, love it. Can't get enough of it. You go! Oh, that was a lot of fun. I also was, I, my mom, one of the reasons I knew I was gay very early, my mom was like, you never, uh, you never really breastfed. <laughs> and I was like, that's probably true. I moved on very quickly. Didn't take to the nipple, you know? I was very much like, thanks for the mammaries. I am ready to move on, you know? Someone get me a Malbec. Uh, very much a bottle baby in that regard. So, um... Love a Malbec. <laughs> I just think the word Malbec's funny. That's exclusively why I do that joke. Guys, are you ready to keep the show moving right along? All right, your next comedian coming to the stage. She is absolutely incredible. Incredible. He said the word correctly. She's absolutely incredible. She writes for the Jim Jefferies Show. Make some noise right now for the very funny Suba Agarwa. <laughs> Get that down to South Asian height. Hello, how are we? <laughs> Shouldn't have said that while you were laughing. Yep, all right. 
excited to be here. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, it's probably pretty obvious this is a disappointment to my family. Uh, <laughs> not in the stereotypic way, though. I think most people assume like Indians want their kids to be doctors and engineers, but there was more pressure on me. My father's immigrant dream for me was to be president of America. <laughs> yeah, do you understand? I would get phone calls like, how's my future president? I'm like, Dad, I'm at CVS trying to self-check out a pregnancy test. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of one life. <laughs> also, this is my third pregnancy scare this year. I'm obviously not good at securing borders. <laughs> not be a good president. I don't know. I don't have the self-esteem to be in politics. I don't believe in myself. Here's the thing. <laughs> I realized I didn't have high self-esteem because anytime someone yells an insult in public, I automatically assume they're talking to me. <laughs> anything like you dumb slut I'm like well I'm not street smart and I do enjoy a cock or two how can I help you <laughs> it could not even apply to me like you limp dick bastard I'm like I don't have a dick but if I did it would be soft what's good <laughs> every time <laughs> slowly losing my mind but everyone else is too so that's a positive um, I just I, I don't mind if people are religious but it's when overly religious people irritate the fuck out of me I feel like Every other month, there's some story about a baker who won't bake a cake for a gay wedding. He's like, I can't participate. It goes against my beliefs. I can't participate. I'm like, buddy, even if you don't bake a cake, you're still going to pay taxes for a sidewalk that's going to be used for a gay stroll <laughs> or fund a fire department that's going to put out a gay fire, <laughs> which is a lot like a regular fire, but the burns cut a little deeper. <laughs> you, know, just, <laughs> you can't fucking control people. I'm like, you have these religious companies now, they try to defund, like, they're trying to take away insurance coverage or birth control. I'm like, you're not gonna stop me from sinning. You know what I mean? Like, even if you defund Planned Parenthood, you're also gonna have to defund mouthwash because I'm just gonna swallow this time. Like, that's. <laughs> well, it's perfect. <laughs> it's true. And what, what, what happens if I don't have birth control? I get pregnant, I'm just gonna birth another heathen. Like, this does not help your cost. Like, if anything, you should be roofing my vitamin water with Plan B. Great creative, you know? Go to Trader Joe, put little pills in the cheese, put them out as samples. The Lord helps those who help themselves. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> it does irritate me, though. You hear that shit, man. Like, no, that's how it works. Marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't want any Muslims. I don't want any Mexicans. You say Merry Christmas. It's the culture that makes America great. I'm like, buddy, look, I love this country, but you think it's the culture that makes America great? You think my parents came here for hot dogs and country music? <laughs> you know what conversation has never been had? Hey, Rajiv, why do you want to leave everything you know to try and make it in America? You know, I'm just a fan of Blake Shelton's early work. <laughs> That's never, <laughs> no. That's crazy. And the people who say they love freedom the most are the ones controlling everybody. Like, freedom is not rules and restrictions. Freedom is chaos. You know what freedom is? You ever play Grand Theft Auto? <laughs> Freedom is driving over three cop cars and a prostitute in a military tank because nothing matters. <laughs> Freedom is an 87-year-old woman blow-drying her vagina in the locker room of an LA fitness. <laughs> Labia flapping in the breeze like a bald eagle. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound of freedom. Freedom is definitely not marriages between a man and a woman. If anything, freedom is fucking divorce, you know? No rules there. That's what they should say after you sign that paperwork. Like, congratulations, you are now free to ignore the bride and hit on her friends. Be free, Dave, be free. Spread your wings. 
I, um, no, but I'm trying to work on my life. I, I'm trying to work on being less angry. It's hard because I hear a lot of dumb shit, you know? Like, I was walking around San Francisco, and everyone told me San Francisco was super liberal, so this caught me off guard. Hanging out with my brother, big brown dude with a beard. We weren't outside for 10 minutes before some homeless dude jumped out. It's like, fucking Al-Qaeda. I was like, ah, really? Al-Qaeda? If anything, we would be ISIS. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude, but it's 2019. You're homeless. Keep up with the times, you know? <laughs> Your house is a newspaper. <laughs> He's racist. It's fine. It's fine. I know that joke is a little harsh. I just get frustrated whenever me or someone in my family gets called a terrorist because I don't have an insult for white people to make you just as mad just as fast. Like, I thought I figured it out. I thought it was bringing up white privilege. But I forget, I live in Los Angeles. Everyone's so liberal, they just agree with me. <laughs> I got into a car accident. I jumped out. I was like, how dare you hit my car? You entitled white privilege motherfucker. He's like, you're right. I'm so sorry. I benefit from the cisgender patriarchy, my queen. I was like, what? No. <laughs> I was trying to fight you. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I feel like people who get mad at the term white privilege just don't know what it means. It doesn't mean because you're white, your life is easier than mine. That's crazy. You know, To me, it just means you have the benefit of the doubt. Like, people don't see you as a threat right away, which is very important when it comes to the police and jobs. And I also think it's why so many serial killers are white guys. Let me explain that. I don't think it's because white guys are evil. I think it's because women trusted you enough to get in the car. <laughs> I feel like just as many black and brown dudes try to kill women, but they kept crossing the street like, God damn it. I might be a murderer, but that shit was racist. Did you see that? <laughs> Let that happen. Glad you like that joke. It's a dark joke. I'm obsessed with true crime now. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up hobby, and it's very mainstream now. It's bizarre. <laughs> like, the fucking Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. What are we doing here? Like, the only time I want to hear about your kids is if they've gone missing. That's horrible. <laughs> You're like, hey, you want to see a picture of my son? I'm like, no, he's dressed like a pumpkin. I'm like, no, he grew up to eat his neighbor. I'm like, give me that sick little squash. <laughs> Let me see that pumpkin, pumpkin people eater. <laughs> obsessed. Uh, but I've got to run. You guys have been so much fun. Thank you. Suba Garwal, everybody. I got trapped. One of these days, I'm going to figure out how to walk in through that curtain. You know, never been a but never been a talent of mine coming out of things. If I'm being honest, like help, I'm trapped. You know, I've been in there for 24 years. All right, that is a gay riff, and I apologize again. America's premier, I'm sorry, host. So I uh, can't stress it enough. Um, Let's see. No, uh, Suba was talking uh, about uh, some race stuff. I'm never, I can't talk. We know that, right? We've established I'm not one to talk about race. I look like a 1970s quarterback, and I, uh, <laughs> I do apologize. I know I look like an evil medieval prince. So that is, it's like I was on the wrong side of history. Um, no, but I did have one thought the other day about race, and I swear to God, this is the only time I would ever talk about it, but it was this. My thought was white people are gay. I just kind of think across the board, and it seems like the more a white person tries to not be gay, it seems like they're actually gayer, you know? It's like, truck nuts, really? I'm sorry. I do kind of think truck nuts, though, are that one, it's like that sliver in the middle of, like, aggressive masculinity and gayness that it kind of could fit both, so I am getting truck nuts put on my 2009 Toyota Corolla, I think, um, just kind of show the patriarchy, you know? 
All right, guys, we're going to keep the show moving right along, and we have a Put Your Hands Together, a first-time comedian coming to the stage, and you know what that means. We always get a big, big, big round of applause going. Uh, we're going to get it. We're going to get it louder. We're going to get it louder. This next comedian coming to the stage, she runs a show called Two Dykes and a Mic. Make some noise. Big, big noise. Big, big noise for the very funny Rachel Scanlon. my huge breasts. <laughs> You're welcome. They're heavy. You know what I mean? <laughs> my back hurts. I'm Rachel Scanlon. <laughs> you guys are chill. Uh, listen, uh, I'm from Minnesota, okay? Thank you. That's my dad, my poppy. Uh, <laughs> I'm from Minnesota. That's where my body makes more sense, okay? Out of Minnesota, we all have shapes like this. It makes sense. I moved out to Los Angeles. People look at me or they're like, do you have a thyroid? You know what I mean? <laughs> and they, sh they say that shit right to my fat thyroid. You know what I mean? Like, rude. Okay? <laughs> but in Minnesota, people look at me and they know exactly what happened. They're just like, oh, dairy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Specifically, ranch, okay? Uh, you guys ever fuck with the white devil? <laughs> That's what I call ranch. <laughs> and I fuck with it. Meaning I have sex with ranch in my bed play. My bed play. Does it sound like a virgin when I say bed play? In my bed play. I've done it. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll do it right now. <laughs> Psych. It's 2019, you guys. My favorite thing to do is walk around the rotunda of the Mall of America drinking ranch like it's a fine wine. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's good years at Hidden Valley. Ooh. You know, I'm like, this a prop, and you know that. <laughs> we waste not, we want not, okay? <laughs> you guys, last time I was at this uh, particular theater, I, I, I looked over right over here to a woman, and uh, she was wearing a, ta a tank top. It was summery. She was wearing a tank top, and nothing under that tank top. And uh, guess what? She pointed, and her titty came out. Oh! <laughs> and like the true virgin that I am, I just started spaying to myself over and over again, her titties out, her titties out, her titties out, her titties out, her titties out. So yeah, I've had sex, okay? <laughs> her titty was out though, you guys. I was young, I was like 21, and I'm like, I've really arrived in Los Angeles, they got tits everywhere. Because I grew up on the L word, you know what I mean? Have you guys all watched the L word? Oh, yeah. So I was like young, closeted, chubby, ginger dyke in Minnesota, growing up on a heavy diet of the L word, you know? And I moved to Los Angeles thinking in the L word, everyone's gay and lives in Los Angeles. I'm like, I'm moving west to go south. I'm a drowning pussy. And I show up to my first time at UCB and boom, titties out, you know? It was like my dreams. And then I never saw another titty for 10 years. <laughs> You guys don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. I've got huge ones. You guys get it. <laughs> I, uh, you can't tell, which sucks, because I'm an athlete. I work out really hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, yoked. I could crack a watermelon between my legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm strong. I work out a lot. 
Okay, I'm sunburnt because I hike all the time. Also, I got a, you know, the skin like this. I got a body by basements for basements, but I'm yoked, okay? I'm very strong, okay? Ouch, I'm sore from Orange Theory, okay? That's for real, and that sucks. It sucks because I look like this. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it sucks that I still look like a marshmallow with two toothpicks shoved up our, you know what I mean? But I work out hard, okay? I'm yoked. I'm very strong, okay? I'm sore all the time. These pants are very tight, okay? I pulled them on. I dropped a $20 bill. And then I lost a $20 bill. <laughs> Bye-bye. You know what I mean? I can't. Things will pop. But I'm sa- I started working out. I'm very strong. I started working out for a very particular reason. I don't know if you guys have ever had a moment, a pivotal moment in your life. But it happened to me. And something happened, I'll, it changed my entire outlook on my life. It changed who I am at my core, and it stays in my gay mind, okay? This is what happened, and I don't want to brag, but I was in a hot tub with my dad, okay? <laughs> I was in a hot tub with my dad, okay? Very chill. It was after Thanksgiving. I'm in a hot tub with my dad, okay? My mom was there, too. Relax, okay? It wasn't weird. <laughs> We're a very close, beautiful, chubby family, okay? We're in a hot tub. Me, my mom, and my dad were in a hot tub, okay? And in this particular hot tub situation, okay, I wasn't wearing my regular swimsuit. And when I say regular swimsuit, I obviously mean two to four sports bras, a wife beater, and some men's swim trunks, okay? Because guess what, Los Angeles? We have not yet perfected swimwear for a soft, butch lesbian, Okay? Which is what you're looking at. Hi, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna, why is everything a tankini? Why is everything a tankini? I'm gonna build you a table. I'm not gonna wear something ending in eeny. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm not an eeny, okay? I don't want your eenies. And also, why does everything have tiny pineapples on it? What are we doing here? Coles or wherever you guys get your swimwear. <laughs> I'm a big pineapple, okay? If I had it my way, I would have a casual 14 piece tuxedo made out of neoprene. <laughs> I throw on my top hat for the sun coverage and head to the pool, okay? That's my gay dream, okay? We haven't hit it yet, but that's my dream. So in this particular hot tub situation, I'm with my mom and my dad, and I didn't have my regular sports bras. So I'm in this hot tub, just titties to the wind, okay? I'm in a tank top, no sports bra. I'm free floating, I'm floating high, I'm floating high and tight, okay? I don't know if you guys have ever done it. It's unbelievable. Titties in water, freedom. It's, it feels like equal pay is what it feels like. <laughs> it's unbelievable, okay? And I'm feeling myself, and don't get me wrong, they're floating high. I'm like a very buoyant bitch, okay? I'm buoyant. <laughs> I'm top heavy, okay? I statistically, like, I cannot, I can't sink. I cannot, I'm the opposite of the Titanic. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm very, very, very floaty, okay? <laughs> so I look at my mom, and I ask my mom a question. And, I, and this is an important part of the story, okay? I ask my mom, not my dad, my mom, okay? Who has huge yabos, okay? She knows what she's talking about. I ask my mom, not my dad, because that dude sucks. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, we have, why are you here? You know what I mean? You work at Best Buy. We don't need you. You know what I'm saying? I asked my mom. I asked my mom, not my dad. Are you following me? I asked my mom, okay? I look over my huge naturals to my mother. They're floating high. I look over. I'm a, over them. I'm looking at my mom. Over my breasts. You know what I mean? I look at my mom. Woo, where are you at? You know, my icebergs. I'm like, where are you at? I'm like walking on water. I'm Jesus. My tits are Christ, okay? I'm looking at my mom. And I asked my mom. And I say, hey, mom, do you think next time I'm in a pool situation with not my close family, do you think, mom, that I can free float like this, no sports bra. Am I pulling off this swimwear look, mom? Asking for guidance and help from the woman who gave birth to me. 
And then I hear from this side of the hot tub, whom I did not ask, my dad looks at me and he says, Rachel, I would describe your body in a word as mismanaged. biological father look at your huge yabos and say mismanaged to you but I've been working out every day since okay I am yoked I'm wearing nine sports bras right now (laughs) you guys this has been really fun do you have any questions about my body I'm Rachel Scanlon thank you so much Rachel Scanlon, everybody. First time, Rachel Scanlon. Oh, she's coming back. We know she's coming back. Should she come back, everybody? Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I love mismanaged. That sounds like a really good drag name to me, right? Mismanaged. I have just the longest list of drag names in my head at all times. It doesn't matter where I'm at. Here are a couple. Uh, My favorite, of course, Susan Saran Wrap. I uh, think it's just a drag queen dressed in all Saran Wrap. I think uh, Tortilla Leone. I think that would be... I'm just going to do drag names for the next 20 minutes if you guys are on on board. Ricky Lake Superior. What about that? Any Ricky Lake Superior fans? I could do this for days. I think about drag queens way too much. And we should get the show moving right along. Guys, are you ready for your next comic? All right. This gentleman, he hails all the way from Canada. Maybe you've heard of it. Our neighbors to the north. Uh, You've also seen him on a little TV show called Conan. Make some noise right now for the very funny Nick Nemiroff. What's up, guys? I uh, just got some very exciting news. Okay, I'll tell you. You guys got it out of me. I uh, I just got engaged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I, uh, I'm pretty excited. I'm marrying my best friend, which is pretty cool. And I'm going to do something that not a lot of guys do, even in, in 2019. I'm actually going to take her name, which, uh, you know, I just think is, like, the the right thing uh, to do. Um, she, uh, she told me to. Uh, but it's weird doing comedy and then changing your name. I guess this might be one of my last shows as Nick Nemiroff. If you guys see me again in, like, a year's time, you know, I'll, I'll be known as uh, Elizabeth Nemiroff. <laughs> Suba was talking about those true crime documentaries. I was watching the Ted Bundy documentary on Netflix. Have uh, have you guys seen it? Yeah, woo. Give it up for Ted Bundy. Um, (laughs) I I was watching that one recently. This is a question for those who have seen it. This won't uh, ruin anything, but 
Uh, do you guys think that he did it? <laughs> I, I do. I've only seen the first 10 minutes. But I got a bad feeling about that guy. <laughs> when, um, when, the docu- when that documentary came out, everybody was talking about how hot Ted Bundy was. They're like, oh, he's so, uh, he's so attractive and charming for uh, a serial killer. I think that's such a messed up way to think. Like in my books, if you think a guy like Ted Bundy is hot, you have got to see the guy who killed my friend's family. <laughs> Way better body. <laughs> I, uh, I've noticed something in all these true crime documentaries. There's always one person who says the same line in every true crime documentary. I'm going to do an impression of this person. This is a line that appears in every true crime documentary I've ever seen. Now you gotta understand, at the time, there was no internet. (laughs) I, um... I should point out, this next, uh... piece of my set is uh, unrelated to everything I've been talking about up till now. <laughs> just want to put that disclaimer out there. I, uh, I just got a little uh, kitten. Aww. Aww. Uh, his, name is, his name is Butter. Aww. And uh, I took Butter to the vet recently, and the vet uh, really really liked Butter as well. The vet was like, oh, what a, what a confident little guy. I was like, yeah, he, he gets it from his daddy. <laughs> and uh, the vet said, what? I said, uh, nothing, never mind. <laughs> the vet said, oh, his, uh, his testicles are growing in. That's very good. I said, um, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the vet said, you know, typically at, at this age and like this maturation level, we would recommend you get him neutered, and if you're interested, that would cost about $300. So I, I told the vet that I have a 20. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm like the world's best negotiator, but I'm pretty happy to announce tonight that for just $20, butter is... Circumcised. (laughs) 
which uh, means a lot to me because, you know, now we can be buried in the same cemetery. I should say it's not just because I'm Jewish, it's because um, I, I want to be buried in a pet cemetery. <laughs> Before I uh, get out of here tonight, I, uh, I just want you guys to all know that um, I'm really smart. <laughs> I'll prove it. I am. I can either take any two numbers you guys yell out and multiply them, or I can take any sentence and translate it perfectly into Chinese. Do you guys want to hear the multiplication or the translation? Okay, cool. I'll do both. <laughs> Can somebody yell out two numbers right now and I'll multiply them? Any two numbers? 87. 87 and? 45. 87 and 45? <laughs> 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 oh, what a number. <laughs> okay, we need the translation now. Somebody uh, yell out a sentence and I'll translate it perfectly into Chinese. I know everything up till now has been like a joke, but I, I swear to God this is real. Any sentence. I'm wearing a green shirt. Okay, cool. I think I heard I want to party like it's 1999. <laughs> In um, Chinese, that would be, I want to party like it's 1999. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. <clears throat> I want to party like it's the year of the rabbit. <laughs> Bye, guys. Nick Nemiroff, everybody! Nick Nemiroff. All right, guys, we've come to the part of the show with your final comedian. Are you guys ready for your final comedian tonight? All right, this next performer, uh, you can check out her show on Adult Swim. It's called Soft Focus. Make some noise right now for the very funny Jenna Friedman! If you have, know of, or are a problem, then we've got the podcast for you. It's The Problem with Charles and Casey, hosted by Charles Rogers, the creator of TBS's Search Party, and comedian and writer Casey Jane Ellison. Each week, guests like Louis Anderson, Jessica Williams, and Chelsea Peretti bring them a serious problem they're having in their life. While Charles and Casey unpack it, reflect on it, they also generally talk smack. Get ready for uncomfortably deep conversations about every aspect of existence. Listen to The Problem with Charles and Casey out now on Earwolf. Hey, Jenna Friedman, everybody! Check out our show on Adult Swim. Guys, that is our show for you tonight. Have you had a great time? Round of applause for yourselves, everybody! Thank you so much for coming out. I have been advised that Cameron and Rhea will be here next week, so be sure to come back out if you want to see Cameron and Rhea. We love you, and thank you, and have a wonderful evening. Good night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together.
Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Your hands together. Put your hands together. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos, ruler of the eighth circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.